Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. Why the federal budget deal is not the biggest economic story of the day. How the White House plans to win the future. And what Facebook ought to do with that like button. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Ally Bank, offering sleeping money alerts to notify customers when their money could be doing more. Learn more at AllyBank.com. Entrepreneurship reporting is supported by Deluxe Corp, a marketing resource to 4 million small businesses with logo and website design, search engine marketing, and more at deluxe.com slash marketing. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It's Thursday today, the last day of March. Good to have you with us. Tomorrow is the exact halfway point of the federal government's 2011 fiscal year. So it's appropriate to note that today there finally seems to be agreement on a budget for it. Democrats and Republicans in Congress have come to terms on about $33 billion in cuts to be made over the next six months. That'll help avoid the first government shutdown in 15 years. But there is an item on the congressional agenda that Wall Street's a whole lot more worried about. The debt ceiling, the legal limit for how much the Treasury Department's allowed to borrow. At the moment, $14.3 trillion. Yes, a tidy sum, but Treasury is already right up against it, as our New York Bureau Chief Heidi Moore reports. Ever since the financial crisis, Wall Street and Washington have been bickering like an old married couple. And like most married couples, they sort of share a bank account from the U.S. Treasury. Treasury bonds are the safest investment they can hold. They're almost like cash. But if the Treasury can't borrow anymore, those bonds will be worthless and the U.S. government would default. I think all the markets would react adversely. That's Ward McCarthy, the chief economist at Jefferies. It would cause probably massive selling of U.S. Treasuries. And because of loss of confidence in the U.S. government, it would probably also cause the dollar to fall and for at least the U.S. stock market to fall and probably others as well. Guy Labas is a fixed income strategist at Janie Montgomery Scott. He says Congress has to raise the debt ceiling. The alternative would be a worldwide freeze of credit. We saw that once in 2008. I suspect that a default of the U.S. government would make Lehman Brothers look like a joke. Labas says he suspects that because the government has never defaulted on its debt. The idea is so unthinkable that no one in the markets is even contemplating it, says Peter Bookvar. He's the equity strategist at Miller Tabak. I'm sure it will get passed. I'm sure it will get raised, just as it has every single time. Congress has raised the debt ceiling almost every year since 1995. But, as the CEOs of several big financial firms said this week, it's the weight that's making them nervous. Treasury predicts debt D-Day could come as early as April 15th. In New York, I'm Heidi Moore for Marketplace. Congress may have solved its short-term budget problems, but outside the Washington Beltway, 43 states are in the middle of their own negotiations, almost all of them deep in the hole. Here in California, the deficit could be as much as $26 billion. Talks have broken down, and community colleges are warning that those cuts may force them to turn away 400,000 students. Marketplace's Jennifer Collins takes a look at what that could mean for the state and for the country. California's community college system is gigantic. It has nearly 3 million students. And back when Gene Ross took classes, it also had the best price, free It really is part of the California birthright to have those stepping stones available to you to get a leg up in the world. 
Today, Ross is the executive director of the California Budget Project. She says it's not just the students who got a leg up. California's system of community colleges helped fuel the most dynamic industries in the country. The biotech industry, the high-tech industries, our entertainment industries. Many students enroll for technical training. Others go on to four-year schools. David Baim is with the American Association of Community Colleges. Cuts of the magnitude that we're talking about are, you know, they are going to just result in just an outright uh, loss of access for many individuals. Baim says community colleges are facing cuts in Illinois.